today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today joining me on the pod is Nikki Hendry. How are you, Nikki? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Bit tired, to be honest. I know. Yeah. You know, we're in that slump right before Christmas. We are coming on the, the heels of Christmas and I'm just, I'm ready. I feel like a senior right now, you know, senioritis in here. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm in that having a three-year-old slump. Oh yeah. You know, we, a little bit before this, we were talking about how she's going through some sleep regression right now, huh? Some. She doesn't sleep. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't. She does not. If there's any parent out there, hit me up. She doesn't sleep and that means I don't sleep my wife doesn't sleep we're tired and grumpy and and now we're going to talk about these lovely stories today welcome to the TMZ <laughs> podcast I'm stoked to be here <laughs> we are going to have some fun with you guys today we are going to talk about how Cameron Diaz feels that uh you know married couples should have their separate bedrooms and houses uh which is kind of a hot take it's a very hot take I mean I guess her and Benji Madden can you be best friends or lovers if you want separate houses? Like, yeah. I, I don't know about that. I don't know. We'll talk about uh, Jeopardy finally yeah. has a permanent host after years of uncertainty. Uh, Britney Spears. Uh, we meet again today <laughs> at this table about Britney. It seems like she wants her kids back, yeah. but does she want them back enough? Does she want them back bad enough? That she'll stop doing the sexy posts. Well, we'll see. But to begin with, Meghan Markle. Yeah. She is acting again, which is kind of interesting because yeah. she hasn't acted since that whole princess shit went down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's in some coffee ad. Yeah, for Clever Blends. Is that a big brand? Uh, it's like one of those Instagrammy, TikTok-y ones. Uh, uh, it's, it's pretty delicious coffee, though. I've had it one time. Let's listen to some of the ad now. It's just going to be the, the lady who's the founder talking about it. And in your mind's eye picture, okay. Meghan Markle in the background pretending to be an intern, doing all the boring tasks interns don't like to do. Okay, let's play the ad. I want to give a huge shout out to our amazing, clever team here at HQ. Without them, we are nothing. Our fulfillment crew lovingly packing your lattes. We've been listening to Britney on loop since 2019. Our very smart, only slightly nerdy digital team making sure the website doesn't crash again like it did last year. Finally, the glue that literally holds us all together. Our incredible, resilient fulfillment team that have helped make 2023 oh. <laughs> such a big success. So Megan's in all of those clips pretending to you know, pack boxes full of the latte. Yeah, like and fulfill get, fulfill orders on the yeah, computer. Get someone a beverage out of the fridge. So my question to you, Nikki, is why? <laughs> why is she doing this? Well, I think it's 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 uh, something we need to notice that she has. Um, I want to say uh, a stake a stake in this company. She was an early investor. And, you know, it's that time of year where I feel like all of these brands and things are putting on their best commercials, their best social social media stuff towards the end of the year. It's Christmas, and I, stocking it's Christmas, stuff stocking stuff. They're trying to, you know, generate sales. And so I feel like what better way to do it than your biggest person who probably has a stake in your company, and that is Meghan Markle. You know who else is a fan of this coffee company somehow? Who? Oprah. Oh. Posting about it in her favorite things. Sarah Blakely, Spanx founder, billionaire. Thing about it. There you go. Um, I don't know if these three women that we've just said like just love this clever brand blend coffee, or 
They're all got a stake in it, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, I'd say too. But also, I will say this about Meghan Markle. I feel like she's trying to be normal. I feel like she's trying to normalize after the dumpster fire that just happened to her and her family. <laughs> so I feel like her trying to get back into the saddle of being an actress and jumping into these little, you know, influencer type things mm. uh, is her just getting the practice before she goes and jumps into like another TV show or movie. Or oh, something. you could see her acting in something serious again? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, I, I mean, you can't discredit her for her acting in suits i mean um siobhan is a huge huge fan of suits i know uh but she was she was good in that show i mean my husband watched it and uh that's how she got her her start you know and so i I think she's gonna go back to doing it i mean isn't it a rumor you know that they're broke or whatever and all these things and so she's gonna need to work eventually she's got a coffee company well she's got a steak (laughs) not her coffee company but you know, I don't know. I think I think I like her. I I don't, I, I don't mind her either. Yeah. Everyone seems to hate her. Yeah. But we got two fans sitting at the desk. Yeah, and that's pitch, all that matters. Pitch me a role. Pitch me a role that she could play because it couldn't be like <laughs> no sex scenes allowed. Um, rom com. I don't even see like I don't think she could be like a romantic with someone else besides Harry. Maybe like um. I want to say like a Devil Wears Prada. She's the villain. She, no, she can't play him. No, villain. yeah, she can. I think she has like a little bit of like a mean streak in her. But then wouldn't it just like confirm to people who already villainize her that like, look at it. It's but a maybe, role. Maybe if she ro- like leaned into leaned it. Leaned into it. Maybe she plays someone who's slightly like herself. You know, slightly like oh. a princess. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, like the Princess Diaries? Well, <laughs> oh. because they do the, the crown. So oh, that that yeah. show, The Crown, maybe she can be, they, they, she can play herself in The Crown. I don't think she would ever go and wor- like work on The Crown. Oh, that'd be hilarious if she no. played herself. And then they did that whole racist scene. <laughs> well, this is all pointing to be a Hollywood comeback for her. So. It is. It is. Um, Oprah and, and Sarah Blakely, I think there's a, a Santa Barbara link. Because Megan was in um, Santa Barbara too. Yeah. This founder of this coffee company went to UCSB. Yeah. I think they all just got together and Santa Barbara is so rich that yeah. I think you just run into people or you somehow get connected to people. Businesses flourish in Santa Barbara because that's where all the rich people live. Well, I will say this could rub, rub people the wrong way for her being a hardworking intern in the background because she is very far removed from a hardworking intern. Oh, you think interns will start protesting and like... Well, no, I just think she's trying to play, you know, she's, she's, she's a princess, you know what I mean? And she's trying to play the, you know, the intern. (laughs) It's weird. That is weird. It's funny. Welcome back, Megan. (laughs) Welcome. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. <laughs> okay, on to our next story. Britney Spears has just posted another photo mm-hmm. coddling her sons. It's a paparazzi photo. And... Uh, she captioned, oh, this was way, way back in the day, by the way. way this back was when they were just, when they were babies. When they were babies. Um, 
And she captioned it saying basically she didn't get to see Sean Preston or Jaden James nearly as much as she wanted to. So I would go to their school and have lunch with them. Uh, she says that her little babies just wanted to hold her. And what do you make? What, what's her motivation behind this? I think that behind all of these crazy posts, some of them are just, you know, crazy words, her dancing, all the things. Mm. But that's a form of expressing herself, right? We can right. say that. And so this is also a form of expressing herself. I think there is some deep hurt and some deep rooted issues that I feel like she's trying to maybe go through now that her kids are not right up the street like they used to be mm. in the same neighborhood. They live in Hawaii now with Kevin Federline. So I think she's at a point in her life where we've seen her reconnecting with her sister, Jamie Lynn. We've seen her reconnecting with Lynn. We've even seen the rumors and the stories that we've put out that there may be a reconciliation between her father and her. So yeah. I feel like she's going through something right now and no one knows any anything other than herself you know we can't we can sit here and speculate all we want but i do think she's hurting and i do think that she as a mother uh that love will always be there for her kids regardless of what definitely happens. i think the silver lining in this deterioration of her marriage with sam asgari yeah. is that it, it left her at a low point where she had nobody yeah nobody left in her life because she had excommunicated her family she'd lost her husband her kids had moved to hawaii and so I think she sort of like pulled herself up and said, I need to make amends. And so, yeah, as you say, uh, many of her family now are kind of like they're cordial. Yeah. And I think her kids are the ones that she would want most to be in her life right now. Right. The only problem is they have spoken out publicly saying, we hate when mum posts all that sexy stuff. It's embarrassing to us. They're... They're two teenage boys, a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like, you know, going to school or with your friends or like when your mum is just right. constantly posting bizarre content. So, And it's not just your mom. Your mom is one of the most biggest pop stars in the entire world. So it's Britney Spears, who is my mother, who's posting this crazy outlandish stuff. And as teenage boys, it's embarrassing. Yeah. And I can understand why they would ask her to to not do it. But she didn't. She, she kept didn't. doing it. She kept doing it. But and she's also sending out the bat signal for her yeah. kids. And I think maybe now she may stop with the nudity. Maybe not the dancing, because I think that's self-expression for her. But maybe the nudity can stop. Yeah, I mean. Maybe she, she can meet them halfway. She's entitled to do whatever she wants. You exactly. Know, with her account, with right. her body, with with anything. And, and what nothing she's doing is wrong. Right. But looking at it. You know, and, and putting myself in a position of a teenage son yes. would not love that at all. So it, it, it might come down to her having to somehow choose what she wants more because right. I, I think that any son would like to have his mother in his life, Yeah, but maybe not a mother who's doing what she's doing online. Listen, there's a part of me too that thinks those boys, um, Jaden and Sean Preston are, they miss her just as much. I bet. I, Who wouldn't miss their mom? I know. I know. It's sad. It's a sad, it's a sad, sad thing. But you know what? I guess we'll see because, you know, she's supposed to hopefully be reuniting with her family this Christmas. So we'll see. Oh, I, I would be. Step in the right direction. I would be genuinely so happy for her if I saw a picture of her with her son. I like, know. you know, present day. I know. I would be really happy Me if too. that happened for her. Okay. Moving on to our next story. Oh, yeah. Jeopardy's moved on. Yeah. From Mayim Bialik. And she was a favorite. Was she really good? 
She no, she yeah, like back in when uh, Alex Trebek passed, and they were trying to find a replacement. They made the dual uh, host system between Ken Jennings and Maya Bialik because they were the fan, like the fan favorite of contestants was Ken Jennings. Maya Bialik was a fan favorite of host. Right. So they brought the two together. They tried to make it work, but COVID happened. No. Writer's strike, strike happened. Strike happened. Not COVID. Well, COVID yeah. did happen. COVID did happen. But it yeah. didn't lead to this. Yeah, um, the strike happened, and Mayim was one of the people who said, I, I'm not working. I'm striking. But Ken Jennings, who he's just the like the most winningest Jeopardy contestant ever. Yeah. He, he's not a SAG member. He's not like, he's not oh. an actor. Yeah. Um, so he said, I'm not striking. I'll host yeah. while Mayim is away. I know. And I mean, I think it's a... It, it relates to a lot of us. Like if you step away from a job that people, other people want for a little time, you're worried that a boss might go, Hmm, this person's not too bad. Hmm. They're less expensive. Hmm. Make them the solo host. And that's exactly what happened. I know. Maya Bialik chose to, she was always an actress first, you know? And so she chose that and chose to stand with her fellow coworkers, her fellow, you know, friends and all the things on the picket line and not cross it. And you have to give her her flowers for that, you know, or her praise but to be like, you know what? She stuck to her roots. You know, she was mm-hmm. an actress first. Um, she, and the people at Jeopardy were, you know, from what we know is that they were basically like, listen, like we're, we're allowed to tape. So like, you're good. You're okay. Yeah. But it was a more of a moral thing for her. So at, at a point, did she make the wrong decision? Um, no, I feel like she was in a impossible position because yeah. if she hadn't striked yeah. with the rest of her co- SAG uh-huh. colleagues, they would have been picketing outside Jeopardy with signs, with booing, with yeah. you know throwing things in a car on the way yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. So she kind of had to stand with them. But then I guess Jeopardy didn't need her at the end of the day. And to be honest, Ken Jennings should have been the host all along. Like wow. it, even when Alex Trebek, you know, first left yeah. the show. Uh, oh, yeah. When he first left the show, Ken's you know name was in the ring and people were saying, you know, Ken would be a good choice, but they didn't know because Ken wasn't like a big celebrity. Right. So instead they went through this stupid process of trialing out all of these different celebrity hosts. Yeah, while they I try remember to, that. They try to find the one. They had Dr. Oz, Savannah Guthrie, Anderson Cooper, George Stephanopoulos. LeVar Burton was a hot favorite for a while. Oh, Ka- yeah. Katie Couric, Aaron Rodgers, Robin Roberts. Just so, like they tried everyone. And then eventually they were like, I still can't decide. We'll give it to Mayim and Ken. And now finally they've landed on what, I mean, I'm not trying to give myself a pat on the back. It just seemed like the right choice years ago. (laughs) And they've finally got him in as host. Like he is Jeopardy. He might not be like a household name yet, but he is Jeopardy. He's the most winning contestant ever. Like if, if you talk to any Jeopardy fans, like I know we got this guy in the office, Derek. Yeah. who's a big uh-huh. trivia fan and right. he loves Jeopardy. Ken is like his idol. Yeah, I know. So I'm glad that they've gone with that decision. Sorry about that, Mayim. I hope you... Mm, you brought it. You brought a good point, though. You know, when you step away from a, anything that you've been doing for a while and you're known as that, you know, person, whether it's a host, a, a personality on the TV show like we do every single day, and you, you're away for a little bit and someone sits in your seat, are you ever scared that someone's going to take your job? Me? No. Oh, Irreplaceable. Wow. I add to the diversity. I'm Australian. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I'm one of the most, um, or one of the few female uh, supervisors in here. So yeah, I'm irreplaceable too. Oh, <laughs> we got it. Nikki. We got it. We're good. Hell yeah. Irreplaceable. You hear that, Harf? Job security. <laughs> okay, on to our final story and potentially most interesting story. Oh, yeah. Cameron Diaz who is married to Benji Madden from Good Charlotte. Mm. She went on a podcast yesterday. It's called Lipstick on the Rim. Huh? What is yeah, it supposed to mean? Yeah, Lipstick on the Rim. Strange title. When you drink out of a glass and your lipstick stays on the rim. Gotcha. Um, so she uh, basically said, we need to normalize couples having separate houses. Let's listen to a bit of what she had to say now. By the way, we should normalize. We should normalize, like... Separate bedrooms. Thank you. Do you Thank know you. Who yeah. made Thank that you. Quote about it. If you're you're true, Wait. you're like I would just meet. And that's the, to By me. The way, like I would literally like I have my house. You have yours. We have the family house in the middle. I will go and sleep in my my room. You go sleep in your room. I'm fine. I, can I tell you something? It like has we been... and we have the bedroom in the middle that we can convene <laughs> yeah. in yeah. for you know. Yeah. This is a relation. Be a bad headline. You should not. <laughs> so yeah, it was interesting that she gave this take. <laughs> You know, she is with a celebrity. Yeah. Married to a celebrity. Benji Madden. And she's basically saying, I don't want to sleep in even the same house as him. It's crazy because I do value my alone time when, you know, if my husband is out at work or, you know, if he's out on an errand or out with his friends or doing whatever he's doing. Love it. Love my alone time. Love it. Not too much. My wife is listening. Love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I I like coming together at the end of the night and like Mm. sleeping in the same bed and kind of like the pillow talk, talking about your day and things like that. If you didn't get a chance to like speak much during the day. I don't know. I like that sense of, you know. That companionship, bonding, companionship at night. And granted, would it be nice to have somewhere you can go for like a hot sex? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Like, give me a house. Yeah, in, in, you know, <laughs> once a month. Once you a know, month. you spend a week. I don't know. A weekend, a week, whatever. But also, they've got a kid. So they it's have like, a kid. What do you yeah. Do with, have... I mean, we know what you want to do with your kid right now. Put her in a separate house. I just want a nanny. Yeah. Like, get a night nanny <laughs> all night the time, nanny. and I'll be happy. Um, I think her take was a hot take, and I I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with it. Uh, everyone likes their alone time, but like sometimes too much alone time is too much, and then that drives yeah. a wedge in between the relationship, and it's going to drive you all apart. Totally, totally. Um, <laughs> you know my favorite part of marriage? Yeah, sitting on the couch on our phones watching TV. You know what I mean? In silence on your phones. Yeah, just like you know, imagine just... if you were sitting on the couch on your phone watching TV by yourself. Yeah. You feel like a loser. You feel like you were doing nothing in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you feel lonely. Yeah. But if there's someone sitting next to you in You're, your presence. So you have a roommate. I mean, still, yeah, yeah. A roommate <laughs> you that got I, a roommate that, that you I love. occasionally yeah. have sex with. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Aaron, um, you sweet, sweet thing. You know, Cameron Diaz, she was in Jamie Foxx's last movie before everything went oh, down with yeah. Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. And also Jamie Foxx was in Cameron Diaz's last movie before she retired 10 years ago. They were in that movie. Did I write it down here? Annie. What are you getting at? Annie. I'm just like, why is Cameron? Cameron Diaz loves Jamie Foxx. Like, he he was her last movie before she retired for 10 years. Now she's, now he's in her first movie coming back. You know, Jamie Foxx has been in bad health. That maybe, he's, he's at the separate house? Maybe, <laughs> no, maybe he's Jamie not. Foxx no. and Cameron. No. Maybe she's. No, no, no. She's <laughs> happily married. She even said that she was very surprised that when she met her husband, that she that this whole marriage thing was going to be something for her because she was surprised that she didn't think she was ever going to get married. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, you two. I don't think this is something that Benji would love 
it's not very romantic thing to hear. We need separate houses, but uh, I know, I know. But they do have a sex room. She said they want separate houses, but a room in a conjoining house to have sex in. She said. I mean, wow, seems like a roommate situation you occasionally have sex with, right? <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> Maybe under something. <laughs> okay, thank you for joining me today, Nikki. Absolutely. I hope you get some rest. Oh. Me too, me too. <laughs> and maybe my car later today when I'm supposed to be working. Oh my gosh. We will see y'all next time. <laughs> okay. Speak to you guys later. Goodbye.